We are now in the cold open zone. 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 Hello, ladies and gentlemen. That's, my name is Paul cold, Gannon. That isn't a cold open. Hello, my name is Paul Gannon, and this is Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast. Thank you for right, joining so us. Right, so we're not doing a cold open. It is open, the show Paul. where... Can I just stop you? We're not doing a cold open. We're doing an intro. Okay, fine. Start again. Hello, my name is Paul Gannon, and welcome to Cheap... We are doing a cold open. This is it, but I'm putting the cold open. It's not open cold. That's stuff. just an intro. Yeah, but then we don't have to do the intro after the credits then, do we? I'm just doing it as part fine, of that. It's which more means exactly what means exactly that is there is no cold open. There's an intro, then the credits, and then into the show. Hello, I'm Eli. Right, do you want a cold open? But you want something random and stupid no, that don't. has no consequence at all? No, I don't, but you just said that's what you were going to do. Yeah, so I expected open. it, and then you said, hello, my name is Paul Gannon. Yeah, because my cold open was going to be much more professional and up front. Don't click your fingers. <laughs> I'll fucking snap him off. Fuck you. Stop getting violent and angry. This is, this is a, a new entry point for all new listeners, and Me? I don't want it besmirched with your stupid, clumsy fuckwittery. Well, you'll see on telly tomorrow. That- oh, did I? <laughs> We can't use this. We can't use this. This is terrible. You're ruining this. this. Is a, I'm just on a warm-up You're mission. You're doing this. I was doing a nice, lovely, normal, cold open, generic, let's fine, just do an, front door, let them in, come on do, in, wipe your again. feet on the floor before you come in. That kind of cold open, all right? I don't need this fucking mouth gobbery gobshite from it's you. It's not gobbery gobshite. It is. That wasn't nonsense. It was just bad humour. Your bad humour. That was in bad taste. And I don't think you should leave it in. Well, I'm going to leave this comment in at least, which reflects upon the moment Let's you said that. Let's just start again. No, I'm not going to start again. This is a, an absolute catastrophe from the plan that we discussed earlier, Paul. No, the plan was... The plan don't is... Don't interrupt me when I'm doing the cold open. And you instantly interrupted me. Because it wasn't a cold open. I was literally trying to be professional. You started something, wasn't a cold open. Oh, I... Oh, I give up. I give up. I think it's best you leave. No, I'm going to leave. I think it's best you go. You I think I think you've had your time. I don't need you anymore. You have no no cachet here. Where you go? Just go. Go on. I will. <laughs> go on. This is ridiculous. This is not how this was meant to go. It's never like that with us, is it? It's never like that with us. This was meant to be a reboot. We're life's runners up, you Eli. You said reboot twice. We're life's runners up. <laughs> We're not, we're not even a bronze medal kind of podcast. I'm back, everybody, by the way. Hello. Oh, fuck you. Welcome to Cheap Show. <laughs> no, no. Damn, no, no. Press the fucking credits. Welcome to Cheap Show. Sources and words and phrases. Two things I'm responsible for. Chodney, Chodney Boroff. I hate you. You're fucking evil posse. Jeep show tonight. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not fighting you. Okay, I just want to say that. Don't you look? You're sitting there. You've got an aggro pose. I've got me aggro pose on. So don't. I'm not fighting. I'm Eli Silverman. Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Paul Gannon, and this is a podcast called Cheap Show, and it's a podcast with me, Eli, and him, Paul Scanlon. Paul Scanlon. Paul Scanlon. 
First new character of the no, new era. No new characters. Oh, I'm Paul Scanlon. Um, no. I like Muller, Muller Corners. You like, I'm Paul Scanlon and I like Muller Rice. That's what you've Not got. Rice, Corners. <laughs> right, okay. Fruit Corner. I'm looking for the Blue Raz one that's out soon. <sighs> Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. This is the economy Paul. comedy. No, seriously, I just get this done. No, I think for people who may be joining what us. What four people? Name them. Not four people. Four, F-O-R. For them. Yeah. You understand that. Yeah, what I'm saying. Of course I understand. I'm just, I don't know if you've picked up on this, rubbing you the wrong way. You're giving me a rub needle. I'm giving you a rub the wrong way. You're giving me a needle rub. I'm stroking down, not up. I'm doing that. (laughs) Oh, come on. Come on. always tugging down, Eli. tugging shit. It's worse to tug down than pull up, isn't it? Think about it. They're both part of a, a holistic whole that... I'll give, yeah, yeah. Give me. Don't. I'll give you a holistic hole, mate. Paul. This is meant to be a reboot. Yeah. This is meant to be an episode where we can just say we hello. We could just start again. No. I believe this is who we are now. It's not who I am. It's nine years almost of this. What kind of podcast is it, Paul? So let's just be true to ourselves. Let's just be true what? to ourselves. What is what is the true self, though, Paul? It, what, well. It's a mask. It's an internal. I mean, this isn't me, is it? What is identity itself? Paul? That is What's... not you. That's not the you I know. The you I know is not there right you're now. You're perceiving an image of me. Yeah, that I is a... what that is your image of I've me. I've got some kind of like homunculi version of you in my head. Do you know what a homunculi is? Uh, no. no, you don't know what a homunculi <laughs> it's is. Some kind of it's like, like brandish the word homunculi. It's, it's like a creature, isn't it? Made of all other creatures. No, a homunculi is like a little man who lives inside of you. Is it? Yes, it's a metaphor for... Is that Paul Scanlon? <laughs> Paul Scanlon lives, lives inside, inside of me. me. Oh, and, and he, he lives he, inside of all of you out and there. He, and you know what he, he calls little... for in the night? What? Muller Corners. Muller. Where's me, Muller? He's obsessed with Blue Raz. Where's me, Muller and Blue Raz? Now, Paul, imagine yourself now. Can you just do this little exercise for me? Eventually, you will start this podcast. You, I'm sorry. I, I know a lot I... of people complain about like podcasts where they ramble on for ages without getting to the meat of it, and it gets in the way. There is no but meat. But can I just say our podcast is 100% no meat? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Just in case this is your first experience, yeah. it's 100% no meat. That's There's what... a conceit, but no meat. That's what I was trying to get to, That's Paul. a new phrase, isn't because it? it? Because of the... Cheap re- show. All conceit, no meat. <laughs> now, that's what I was trying to get to, Paul. Yeah. Perhaps we should have some sympathy and a welcoming yes. uh, position towards anyone who may have, you know, just spotted the new logo. Oh, what's that? They've cried. Yes. I'll give that a go. I'm on the market for Ooh. a new podcast. Oh, I'm fresh out of podcast. I'm podcasts. in the market. Oh. I'm in the market. There's the fish stall. There's the veg stall. And there is Cheap Show. Angela, get me bucket. I'm out for podcasting right. in the fjords. Why would you need a bucket? To fit them. You put holes in the bucket. You scoop uh, what the bucket What tool are you going to use to put holes in the bucket with? What? Uh, you haven't got nothing to do with Screwdriver. Angela, get me a screwdriver. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm going pod fjorden. <laughs> Pod fjording. I'm going to the fjords for pods. Oh, don't start doing voices. You've completely... By the end of this episode, there will be 1,700 <laughs> new characters, all from me. You're trying to repopulate them? Yeah. No. Should we just do this again from scratch? That's what I'm trying to fucking say, mate. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. My name is Paul Gannon, and welcome to the Economy Comedy Podcast. With me every week, as always, is... Eli Silverman. Hi, everyone. And nice where do what do we do every week, Eli? We go through the charity shops, the bargain bins, the discount stores and jumble sales, um, sometimes bazaars mm. of this Great Britain and further abroad sometimes, and bring you the treasure we find amongst that trash We ball. do indeed. And this week we are bringing you 
such lovely treasures that have been delivered to us via the medium of P.O. Box. Because we have one, and if you want to send us stuff to the P.O. Box, it is on our website. It's also in the metadata for this podcast in the app that you're playing this out of. Why don't you just remember the... Remember the... Why don't you remember what the website is? I can. What is it? It's www. Yeah. Nine years. Thecheapshow.co.uk. We've had the the website for eight. Thecheapshow.co.uk. I refuse to acknowledge whether that was correct or not. Why? That was correct. Because it was fucking correct. Because it's the first time ever you've ever fucking gotten it right. I do know it now. It's an. I know things. What's our email then? Uh, Info at. No, it's really not. Info at. No, no info at. No, no info. It is thecheapshow.co.uk. No, that's the website. <laughs> oh. This has got to be, it's meant to be a reboot, and it is catastrophic in here, the feeling of failure. So on this week's episode, we're doing two segments, segments familiar to long-term listeners to the show. Um, but just explain them for the new listeners, Paul, for that's all the, the hundreds of that's new listeners. That's the plan, dipshit. I know what I'm doing. Get off me back. I can help. I don't need your help. You could say, what's this segment? And then I go, oh, and that's a segment where blah, blah, blah. Yeah, do you want to try that? How have we been doing this so long? How, how, We're so we bad that? at this. Yeah, we are absolutely terrible. I went to see Gareth Reynolds in London last week. Oh, yeah. How was that? He blanked me. Is This is some kind of game that you're building up because I no. saw the photo. Yeah, but it was under duress. What do you mean duress? So I went up to him. You and threatened I went, him? It's me, Paul. Remember your best mate? Because you said we'd hang out. And he was like, mm-hmm. And he kind of looked through me, not at me. And I went to shake a hand and he then turned to look at someone else. And so I popped in for a picture and he, and he shouted... Fine for fuck's sake. We took the picture and then he moved on and he went, please go away. I'm sorry to hear this. I'm sorry to hear this. But I think that was just him being a bit of a fun fun time Charlie. You know what I mean? I think ultimately he was teasing. He just didn't want to seem too pally with me in public. Why are you, why are you talking? Well, it's talking, true. Why are you talking like this? It's true. I think he loves me. <laughs> I think that was just a game he was playing hard to get. Because, you know, Fine. he's in there. He didn't want to. I'm not be particularly interested in this. Paul. I got his pin badge, though. See, it's up Has there. Has he got a pin badge? Is it a... Of, of Jose? Oh, I see it. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Getting a bit like he should just be straight with me. All right. Because I can't take these games of love. I don't know so why Gareth, you're doing this. If you're, if you're listening, Gareth, just reply to my five letters. I don't know why the you're third doing this. One. Bit. Reply to the third one, the third email. We didn't. Right. Dis- we so... haven't discussed this. You doing a bit. I was just actually interested to know what happened. But you've, it's I'm all this obfuscation, a... isn't it? All right, I'll do the boring version. I went to see his show and it was nice and it was a good show. And there were two hecklers who he dealt with very professionally and formed it into his material quite well. He's and always very good at that. He was very nice and he went, hello, Paul. And I said, thank you for doing the podcast. And he went, no worries. And then I gave him a badge and he gave me his badge and I didn't have to pay for it because he knew it was my birthday. And then we did a couple of pictures and I said, take care. And he went, good. Goodbye, and I went outside for a cigarette, and then I stared at him and watched him as twenty other people took his time up. I wanted to be all twenty people. Hello, well, hello, 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 hello. You've got another seventeen. Of those I'm not to doing do. seventeen more hellos. Who do you think you I were... am, Lionel Richie? Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> So what's you've you've pulled the steam out. Haven't you? <laughs> I've pulled With this the whole bit. Out. You're going to have to snip, snip, snip yeah, of on course that. I'm gonna, that's what I do, You're mate. Have to I, I, make, I make gold you, out of shredded wheat. You are the cosmetic surgeon of this I podcast. Am. I am. You go and Give you... it a bit of a nip and tuck, don't I? Yes. It's like, the podcast comes in looking fucking ugly. 
Oh, Paul, Dr. Paul, what can you do? Oh, don't worry, Cheap Show Podcast. I'll fix you. I'm just going to make an incision here and a cut here. And look, you're going out into the world as a beautiful... Oh, it's vaginal, is it? No. A... So you see... No. So, very interesting. You see the podcast, this podcast which you are co-founder and, you know, most important person on, as a... Big, damp, wet pussy, yes. <laughs> which you need to then professionally manipulate and tighten well this segment's <laughs> over because frankly i don't like where it's going and i don't agree that this is oh, I'm not, I'm not, i was gonna go along with it for a moment but then it went into very troublesome waters and it, you know i'm not a fan so we're moving on troublesome ladies and gentlemen waters. we've got a price of shite coming up and we've got uh off-brand brand off we'll explain it as we fucking go Right, we're doing the It's a Price of Shite round. And the It's a Price of Shite round has a theme. And that theme, Eli, I presume, goes like this. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. 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 And that is right. Hot. That, hot, did you hot. say? Why did you say that? that see? It behooved me. It behooves you to ho- holler it hot. It behooved me to holler hot, yes. Okay, good, Paul. Now... So, Tell them, Eli, what the stakes are and the rules of the price of shite. There are no stakes. There are no real stakes. There are. I mean, there are betwings. There are stakes. Yeah, betwings is bullshit, though, isn't it, at the end of the day? It's just made up. It could be anything. It could be like a gachuga. I've given you three gachugas. I've given you a waffle pull, you know? I've given you Tell a... me more about this waffle pull. <laughs> well, it's when you get... <laughs> Nah, you know what? Don't. It's fine. Uh, it's so, a type of wank nah, it's glove, right. basically. It's a type of wank glove. A waffle pull. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing oven mitts or something. Yes, yeah, yes. All right, good. Very much so. Yes. But those so, special uh, ones. So a waffle pull is when you wank wearing oven gloves. Yes. All right, no, good. I'm going to try that tonight. Tell me that doesn't work as a coinage. Now, you'll all be doing it. What were you doing last night? Oh, I got a bit drunk and did a waffle pull. Oh, lots of cream on it. Oh. I prefer maple. Now, the price of shite is a game, a segment that we've had on this show from time immemorial. Immemorial. Immemorial? <laughs> in Muriel. We've had a game that's been in Muriel for years. <laughs> and it's very sticky and wet. Now, yeah. Paul. Let's give it to Gannon the surgeon. <laughs> Fucking hell. I can't. I can't stop thinking of that vagina walking out of your office. There's no <laughs> vagina walking out of my office. How would it, it even do that? Like with the little bottom bit. Like a shimmy. Like yeah. a vagina shimmying out of How my office. How else would a sh- vagina walk? It wouldn't. It would just lie there on the floor until you kicked it, it a bit. Would, if it was a cartoon vagina, it would walk. Yeah, but if it's a cartoon vagina, it probably had eyes and a mouth no. and sang show tunes. So it doesn't really matter. Why would you put an extra mouth on a vagina? You just put it just it just sings sideways. Doesn't matter. The price of shite is a long-term segment on this podcast, everyone, and it is where we've guessed the price of tat, essentially. Items usually found in charity shops across the length of this great country. Usually charity shops, not always. But not always. That's not the rule. No. It's tat of any kind. Any kind. Anything cheap and unusual or strange or even outwardly awful, we'll take and we'll try to guess the price of. Now, in the early days of the podcast, me and Paul used to go out on little shopping trips and play against each other. We haven't done that in a while, have we? We haven't done that. We need to do that. No, this is what I'm explaining. But seeing as our popularity grew, Paul, and our beautiful listenership started to get involved, these days they are tend to be done by the listeners. 
And one little extra point for the reboot audience, Paul. Points are known as betwings. Yes, and they matter. They matter to me. I know you just tossed them off just saying it doesn't really fucking matter, does it? It matters to me because they're like a blue Peter badge. You yeah. know what I mean? There's something special to this show that everyone wants and not many people get. Not many people. It's a very exclusive club of people who possess betwings, Paul. And if you're not in Club Betwing, then you only watch on with envious eyes. You do. But I've got I've got more betwings than almost everyone else in the whole world, apart from your good self, don't I? Mm-hmm. So there you mm-hmm. go. So it's just so saying, I'm happy about my betwing. It's position. an exclusive club, the betwing I'm, I'm boys. fully betwanged out. I've We're got... betwing boys. <laughs> right. So... Tell them how we score these items then. You get betwings. Yes. And what is the scoring? So, what are the parameters of earning those betwings? The betwing, um, fuck's sake. The betwing correlation points system is as follows, Paul. If you guess the price, that's what this game is about, guessing the price of stuff. If you guess the price and you get it exactly right, you get two betwings. Betwing, betwing, it'll sound. And now uh, the follow-up rule to that is if you guess within 25 pence. Either way of the actual score, north or south of it, you get one betwing. It's a rule that's done us good stead in our time. And every now and then there'll be opportunities for bonus betwings, but they come up as and when, depending on the game and the format, because there are some uh, alterations to the game at times. There Sometimes. Are some variations of the theme. There are. There are different versions and they have different betwing uh, acetation, not acetation, acclamation. That's what you get if you want to be the best and you want to see Asin- the rest. Assignation. Oh, assignation's what you need. Don't do that if again. If you want to be a record breaker. Don't we have a record breaker album? Yeah, it was terrible. Have we talked about it on the show? I don't know. You know what? I can't remember anything about it. I anything. can't remember nothing past, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened last week. No. I just remember we went to the park. Went to that village, went for a drink and came home. Yeah, but it must have been okay. Now, yeah. uh, shut up, it, because we need to move on. Assignation, everybody. Different forms of the Price of Shite game, as played on Cheap Show, have different between assignation Anyway, properties. this one's been sent in to us. Assignation rules. From a bunch of cheeky chaps who do a podcast called The Killer Rabbit Podcast. Uh, and so Adam, Benson and Sam, which I don't believe are their real names because they sound corporately created adam adam benson that's probably Sam. someone who benson yeah. benson sounds like a naughty dog in the park benson that it was the name of that do- naughty was it dog. Yes. is this podcast got the naughty dog in paul you have to know that we was... need to get a naughty dog in this podcast no we don't need any more naughty vaginas hot cocks oh naughty dog oh ralph benson ralph benson the naughty foul dog no, why are you starting to do this? I shouldn't. Do you know what? I'm going to do a new character. No. Do you know what he is? Roger the fucking dog killing cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that fucking dog? Ruff, ruff. <laughs> this is turning me on sexually, stabbing this dog in the head. Sound now. effects not necessary for this part of the show. Right. So, um, sorry. They've said us a few things already, and we've used them in previous episodes. I think we had a few bites from them and cheap eats on our uh, Wimbledon picnic day out. Wimbledon was where that Benson video was filmed. Wimbledon uh, Common. What's the big conspiracy here? What's the What's the Do real you remember message? Remember that video? Yeah. Let's go, Benson. Benson. Good that times. was a classic early meme. Was that Wimbledon or not? I thought it was Richmond. It was a common, one of those commons. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Look, anyway, they have a price of shite Yay. for us. And uh, the points 
They've put into an envelope. The answers are in a separate envelope. It's sealed. I can see it's sealed, Paul. No no um, shenanigans has gone on. The effigy of Mulchi Fibbage, who exists outside the canon of characters in Cheap Show to ratify this particular appearance, uh, will be protecting it. So there's Mulchi. Mulchi sitting there. You can see photos of Mulchi on our website. Looking after the pr- prices so no one can I'm sneak their fingers that. in. I'm happy with that, Paul. Mulchi's got a nice... Uh, Flat. Flat bottom. Right. They said all of these were purchased in lovely Leeds, which is rich in charitable offerings. Rich in charitable offerings. Yes. yes. The items come from three different charity shops in the form of PDSA. Don't know what that one is off the top of my head. That's an animal one. Okay. Uh, it's got the blue logo. No, PDSA. It's pets or something. Pet doctors suck at uh, arses. I mean... No one needs you to say that about them. Peanut Dalmatians. You now you're saying pet. You're saying vets suck asses. Pet doctors. Pet doctors suck, suck asses. asses. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you're implying. If, if a dog gets bitten on the ass by a bad snake, right, and he goes, "Oh, there's only one way I need to help your doggy, and that is I have to put my ass on its mouth and suck out the put venom." My ass on the dog's mouth. No, my dog, my mouth on the dog's ass. Yes, and that's I suck obviously out. what you meant. I'm not, I'm like this good. The dog- Are you a real vet? <laughs> Oh, I've been rumbled. St. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma's Hospice and the British Heart Foundation. Right. St. Gemma's, that sounds like a local one. Often the hospices are very much locally based. Yeah. So we have the North London Hospice here in North London, don't we? Yeah. And that's not even in this part of North London. What you have in St. Luke's is the, the equivalent here, isn't it? I presume so. I guess every region has their own kind of hospice, which, yeah. you know, needs They're, a charity They shop. are the most localised charity shops, I believe. So there are five items, Eli. Oh, we can play this together. Great. I'll get me book and me pen out in a minute. Okay. Um, the cost of the items overall is £9.28. Okay, good. So they say usual between rules apply here. Sweet. I love the um, the attention to detail that Benson, uh, Ralph and uh, Johnny McTell have given to... The 28's interesting, though, because it throws into, you know, it throws this kind of certainty up into the air with prices because... 76p is this one. Oh, uh, yeah. 24 pence. But it, and... I think we both know from long experience, Paul, it doesn't uh, doesn't pay to worry too much Not too about much. that. That's why the Betwing service factors in these variations and offers Betwings when appropriate. Uh, yeah. Um, what you will find, because of the structure of the Betwing assignation rules that we follow mostly, yeah. is that we try to sort of go in increments of 25p. You know, we both also know the most betweens you get are going to be the 25p ones. It's hard to get it on the nose, isn't it's, it? It's very rare, but when it happens, it is quite the exalted day. And I would go so far as to say, Paul, that most of the times you've got, got a jazzy double between on the nose, it's been when you've guessed at a quid because you're essentially yeah. just lazy. Yeah. But so it I, works, so yeah. I, I would like to see you you're argue lazy. the fact that I still get legitimate points. What I'm saying is that it doesn't, the £9.28 doesn't add anything because neither of us are going to do a fucking calculation to the nearest penny and try and get it on it there. It don't really matter. Are so we? are we ready to go? <laughs> How many? Are so we ready to I'm go? I'm enjoying this now. Are we ready to go? It's no. either yes or no, and if no, I'll just stop. No. And the games begin. So, how many uh, items? Five. And the first one is this. He's handing me a small cardboard box. Uh, this is a gyroscope. This is a toy I had as a child. Did you? Absolutely. Yeah. I never had a gyroscope as a kid. It demonstrates the um, the rotation of the Earth. Does it? Yeah. And it's just In a, some it's way. basically a fancy spinning top, though, right? No, it's uh, a balanced. It, it self balances itself because of its construction. It's not just a spinning top. It's a spinning top within a stationary. Uh, frame. 
Uh, it says here, gyroscope may or not be working. I haven't opened it. Okay, should we have a go then? We can, we've got a little table here. Oh, that's quite a nice looking oh, one. Oh, it comes it? with a rip pull, whatever they call it. Yeah, that's what you rip. Yeah. yeah. This is very much, the box design is very much um, retro. At, atom punk, isn't it? It's yeah. like 50s style, which they do with all of these sort of classic toys now to try and reflog them, don't they? You always see it like a slide whistle made of wood or a harmonica or a kazoo, and they come in like retro. 50s boxes and this box is sort of the color of old school cardboard or, or paper bags that fake aged kind of yeah very this is quite nice the design look you've got little playing yeah, cards no, and little it, kids faces they're eye-catching they do the job but they don't interest me i know and it's also a way of selling old crap yeah for lots of money like yeah but, overpriced yeah old crap because a lot of it's just very simple wooden toys i mean i know this is different this is but um you know who else has got on that sort of bandwagon who? in recent years fisher price they're selling They've versions of their... Yeah. That's good, I mean, because they're, they're classic toys or something. Yeah, and they, you know, they're ever. still, when you think about them, appropriate for children then as they are now, I guess. Yeah. Now, we've got this little stand here. And you get a little... It looks like a little traffic cone. It does look like a little orange traffic it's cone. Orange. I, take, I Don't worry, I'll take a picture of this and it'll be on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Right. Right, so you put it in the top of the traffic cone and then you... No, that didn't work. It collapsed almost instantly. You didn't do it hard enough. He's put the gyroscope back on the little traffic cone pivot. He's going to feed in the rip pull now into the grooves of this. It's like a UFO surrounded in a kind of little cage, isn't it? All right, he's going to pull it. it yeah, it's the cage, right? He's pulling it. You've got to pull it hard and fast. Oh, that's better. Go on. There we go. Oh! See, it's stable-ish. As it's when it keeps the speed up, it's stable. Hey! I thought it might have lasted longer than that. Well, maybe I didn't do it hard enough. Can I have a go? Do, do, do. Where'd you feed it? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, you see? yeah, yeah. Works nicely. Give it a good a tug. One, a two, a three. That was too hard. I broke it. Oh, dear. I broke it off. <laughs> I broke it off. Oh, no, I got to fix it. I pulled no, it too No, it just off. came out the... Yeah, the, it the, came out the old... Out give, out it, the bracket. give it a go, yeah. another again. Okay. I know what I did wrong, then. Don't give it too hard, because you it unlocks the keys. Yeah. Uh, the teeth come out. Yeah. The ripple has little teeth on, and there's a little uh, cog essentially at the top. That uh, here we go. Three. Don't pull two. it too hard, but fast, but not too fast. God, you're doing much worse than me. He's thrown it on the floor in rage. Fucking load of shit, crap. Bollocks. All right, so that's our first item. That's the first item. How much do you think it no, is? You have you got paper? Yeah. Right. Who's guessing first? You. How many items do we have in total? Five. Overall price nine twenty eight. Nine twenty eight. So I'm gonna say, and it was in Leeds, and it's in its box. You know, Leeds is quite costly actually for a northern town. Is it? I I've found so. I'm I'm, I'm projecting that they've bumped up their prices well, erroneously because they're a metropolitan it's thriving quite metropolitan city. Metropolitan for yeah. that part of the world, isn't it? Yeah. Go on. And what did you think? Um, I think it's like. Three pounds. Okay. I'm say three pounds. I was gonna say two fifty. Well, you say two fifty then, Paul. And I am. Um, there we go. Okay, that's our first item right, out of the way. Next next item is, what's this, Eli? Uh, ha, ha, ha. Now, he's handed me a Cocoa Pops bowl. Mm, plastic bowl. Plastic bowl. And this, very, I like this. Yeah. Because uh, you, the design of this little plastic bowl utilises a design selling point. Yes. A, a unique selling point that Cocoa Pops always used to brag about, Paul. Mm. Which is? Well, you put your milk on your Cocoa Pops and then eventually all the Cocoa Pops chockey comes off the chockey Pops and goes into the Milky Plops. And you, you and then you could just slurp down the lovely uh, cold chocolate milk at the end. Mm. It makes the milk chocolatey. 
I mean, that's one way of putting it, yeah. But I liked my way because it was more verbose. I mean, it's almost like milk, milk, lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> Don't know why you still find that funny. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I've updated it, by the way. Milk, milk, mayonnaise, round the corner, gravy's made. Oh, that's I, more, a, I made it a beefier That's thing. more realistic, isn't I it? I made it more stock. Yeah. <laughs> made in our time of life, that's much more realistic. I guess, actually, you could, you could chunk it all up and just go, cheese, cheese, mayonnaise, round the corner, gravy's made. <laughs> How about that? Oxo. Oh. Um, yes, Paul. Cheese, cheese, mayonnaise, Why round the cheese? corner. Because it's a all right, cause it cheese curdles. doesn't come out a lady's bosom. No, but nothing. Not, neither does milk. Oh no, does. milk does. Yes, thank you. But then chocolate and are metal, you saying you've got yeah, some kind of infection? Yeah, but chocolate doesn't come out of anyone's bum hole, does it? But we still say that, so it makes no odds, does it? it oat makes milk, no... oat milk, lemonade, round the corner, oxo's made. Cheese, cheese, mayonnaise, round the corner, oxo's made. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it makes the milk chocolatey. So in our in this version. That ascertains to this bowl, Paul. It's milk, milk on the Cocoa Pops, chocolate's made. Yeah. Right. And have a lemonade on the side, you could. Fuck off. <laughs> Just get on with it. This the bowl has a built-in plastic straw. straw. It's got a straw in it so you can slurp the, cho- the chocolate but They did always the go on about it. It makes the milk chocolatey. I used to big... That used to be my favourite part. Did it really, though? Yeah. It just made it... Bring could... the bowl to your face and slurp it down. It really nom, taste nom. of chocolate, though. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I put loads of Cocoa Pops in mine. That's why it did. You like Cocoa Pops? Yeah. My name's Coco, I'm a monkey like you. I live in the jungle, not in the zoo. I keep my pyjamas in a big red box, but I'd rather have sex with Samantha Fox. That's what I was told in school was the song. At the bottom of this bowl, it says, Sip up the chocolatey milk, kids. Mm, That sounds like a threat. It does. And it's your turn to guess the price. Do you like it? I like it as an item. If I was younger, I'd probably, I would lapped it up. It's fine. What I'm not so keen on. Now I'm not so keen on, Paul. It's got schmutz in. It's got schmutz bits. To be in. fair, the schmutz comes from the packaging because there were crisps in the box. And oh, they, there's and a little the, crisp fragment. Crisp, yeah. bag crisp crumbs in the bottom of my bowl. Crispy crisp crumbs, twan pole. Twan pole. Twan, twan pole upon my bowl. I don't uh, know what the price is. I'm going to say for that. i guess the price now. I'm going to say two quid. Two quid, he says. Two quid, he says. Two quid, he says. I'm going to go 175. 175. I'm going to say one pound 75 on that. Ooh. I'm locking it in. I, I, I've got a rubber on this pencil. I can we change can, it. We can go back afterwards. and If, we if wanna... you want. Yeah. Next item. Oh, is this Eli. Tell me what it is. I think we've had this before. I certainly have something similar. This is a mustard pot, Paul. Mm. Now, what's the use of a mustard pot? Why don't you just get out of the jar? I know. Why do you need it? I don't know. I think it's a remnant of a different time. You know, when you had your own butter tray and a teapot for making tea yes. and cutlery sets. And for your roast dinner, you put the gravy in the gravy boat and you'd have your mustard pot there. It was all delivered on surface plates of some kind and bowls. Yes, but it was to do with keeping up appearances. It was to do with, a, yeah. like, you wouldn't, it would be um, vulgar. To just put, just the, stick a, bu- a jar on the thing. With so a it's spoon sort of in. a class thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's sort of like you it's know. just a, pr- a way of presentation. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. It's a remnant from that. Yeah. Not many people use it really these days, apart from maybe your nan. That's what I'm saying. Uh, my nan's dead. No, I mean the the universal nan. The universal nan. I am the universal <laughs> nan. Oh, hold me back. Oh, I like the voice. Oh. Why are you riding a cloud? That's timing her. Give me a minute. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. 
It's my morality scooter. All right, good, Paul. This is a... Mm, this might be our worst Mortality episode. scooter. Ah, fuck it. This is a little mustard pot, everybody. A little yellow pot um, we of did... mustard colour. Octavius... Yes. ...was on our show. And, and they... they were there for this. Yes. Or, or and similar. we made a lot of jokes about filling it up with spunk. Which we won't be doing today. No. Because we're on... Uh, I would argue it would take one big dollop of poo to fill that. One solid log would, f- would choke that pot. <laughs> Why do you have to say stuff like that? I don't want to be predictable, do I? I don't want it to all be spunk-based oh, humour. mate, you've been on the poo train for years now. Get on, get on, get on, get on, get on my poo-it train. Get on the poo-it train. Right. I'm the universal nan. Right. Uh, it's quite a nice little thing. It has a smiley face. It's mustard flake coloured. Yeah, said that. It's been cleaned well. There's no mustard odour lingering. No. Coleman's. It's Coleman's branded. I like this item. You do. It's my favourite item so far. Yeah. Nice, you know, I like the feel of when you put the lid on and it's got a nice uh, fit on the or action yeah. uh, on the lid and has a nice hole where you'd put your little mustard spoon. Little mustard spoon, a delicate wee spoon. I can't see myself using it. No, but you could put buttons in. Uh, I don't need to keep buttons. I don't. You could put gummy bears in it. And it is from the mustard shop, which is in Norwich. Norwich. Where the, Norwich is the home of, universal home of mustard, isn't it? What do you mean the universal home of mustard? When people think of mustard, they think of Norwich. Well, that's where Coleman's is from. Yeah. But recently sold out to one of these huge mega craft or something. Who and knows? so it isn't manufactured in Norwich anymore, I think. No. In the last few years, I think oh, that's gee, changed. Yeah. What but nice. Year? How much do you think it is? Your turn to guess first, Ooh. isn't it? baby come on love i'm gonna go two on this two so so far you have spent three four five six six pounds 75 and i've got and i we've got two more items and i am gonna say that is i'm gonna say 175 oh which is what you said for the other one but i'm gonna say 175 for that our our price guesses have just reversed for the last two kind of bouncing around aren't they right Next item, fourth one. Oh, two toy trucks. Two toy trucks, two toy trucks, toy toy tree, toy tree. Two toy trucks. One is a old school PG Tips truck. Has it got a monkey on? Uh, mm. 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 It's got something on the van. Is it just one of those ladies who collect the tea leaves in the box? Yeah, it's one of those ladies in a a, a headdress. Headdress. Yeah, that's right. They got rid of that. Is it monkeys now? I don't know. I think they they got rid of the monkeys ages ago, and then they brought back a monkey. You know, the the monkey. Which is made out of that. Is that the one up there? There's one in here. Yeah, I've got one up there. Um, And it's in the the PG green and red colours. There's a red roof and the green It's like a 1930s kind of delivery van look, isn't it? Nice weight to it. It's a nice little toy. These are the kind of things that you either like get attached to a box of the product itself. Because remember they used to do that. You'd buy a box of like 120 tea bags by PG Tips and it would come with a free toy car on the front and a little separate box. It feels like it's one of those kind of items. They used to have so many promotional items in boxes of tea, didn't they? Mm. You had cigarette cards, but you also had the ones in, in tea boxes, didn't you, for years? Well, like my mum would get tea bags just because they came with a little porcelain house. And you could build up a whole street of cottages and little houses that came yeah. with them. Or the um, oh, the, the little men. 
tea. Tetley's tea men. Yeah. You know, the e up e lad e Tetley tea. Yeah. You know she loved all those little figurines of the Tetley yeah. men. I like all that stuff. Uh, they don't really do that. Going for that. No. That yeah, back in the day, you'd had the Tetley men. You had the Lurpak butter boys. You oh, had... you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife. You had those. What the Bakewell? Oh, not the Bakewell. Oh yeah, um, yeah with the, the man with, with the, the hat. hats. What's his name? There was loads of them. Well, no, there was only one of them, but they used to get no, in different they used sizes. To have adverts where they were the talking home, to where each they just other. Called the the home, home pride men. Home pride. Stan the home and there pride was that, man or something. Was that Lurpak was the guy? Yeah, who played the and, trombone. Well, there was there was two Lurpak because there was the Lurpak animated yokels who were like never put a butter 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 on your knife. But then there was also the the little uh, animation Ardman animation style yes. um, Butterman. The second of these are these one eyed skinheads what, did they make toys of those I'm pretty sure they might have but I'm okay. just saying, those just saying went, t- okay okay but what I'm saying is in general right brands don't really come up with cartoon characters anymore to sell them not not really not mainstream brands well it's all sort of more like um, anime style you know 3D sort of things isn't it it's now? all about the logo itself and anyway, what was the second van the Sorry. second van is a yellow and red very same shade of yellow as the Coleman's mm. part really shredded wheat oh nice what was uh, the thing about shredded wheat that you can't eat two of them or something? Yes, because they're so terrible. Like in one go, in one sitting, you can't eat two. You it's can, not like though. you can't have one at seven o'clock, and then when you come back at like midday, you go, "Oh, I can't do that now." Shredded wheat just wasn't a, a good product, I don't think. No, it was boring. It was hard, arduous. I preferred mini shredded wheats. That's what I mean. Shreddies, they're called, aren't they? No, oh, no shreddies, something else. Shreddies were something else. I think they come from the same company. Shreddies, I like. They're those square brown ones, right? Yeah, they're, they're good. I, I like. I like I frosted like shreddies. shreddies. Oh, can you get frosted ones? Yeah. I'll just have them with some milk, sprinkle some sugar yeah, on yeah, myself. Yeah. It's all good, mate. It's all good. But I like a nice box of shreddies. I really do at times. Really satisfying. It's a great cereal, I agree. Yeah. It's the, something about the way it soaks up the milk. But it still retains crunch yeah, around has, the edges. Yeah. Mm, They're mate. good, aren't they? We We've never had, had this conversation we never, before. We need to get some shreddies on this They're show. They're great. Stat. We need to get shreddies. <laughs> Shredded stat. wheat is very much a second rate to those though isn't it but are those little what were they called the little mini shredded wheat is that what yeah, they were yeah mini called? shredded wheats were more palatable much because better. they were smaller I and... much prefer those yeah what were those core corn nuts didn't they have like iced sugared shred- mini shredded wheats wheaties remember you used to get a little tiny little thing but they had like sugared coated were those like, called frozen. wheaties I never got into those I used to love them but like they don't make them no more oh this I was a boy in a field of wheat well you know what you can get now what Jaws cereal yeah but it's just generic shitty cereal with the logo on like you can get back to the future cereal and it's like it's all the same muck this is one item then one item two two items Items, one price. Um, acting as one say, item. Say anything in here. This is very much like the car that the. Um... Oh, okay. So these are sold as one item and must be judged in price as such. They say. Who's with it? Who? What, who were those gangsters in Wacky Races? Uh, the something gang. The, the Penelope mil- pit stop. The, the yeah, purple gang. The the mill mob. The mill the gang. That's like their car, isn't it? It is. Anyway, how much do you think it is? Is it my turn to guess first? Is it? Yeah, because you guess first with the. Uh, That's right. It is your turn. Your turn to guess the price now, Paul. We're coming mm. t- up to. We don't want to go over the nine pounds twenty-eight on our guesses. I don't. I don't know. I think I'm going to be on there, but I'm going to say for both of these, they one price were for both. Mm. One pound fifty. They're very collectible. I saw a Dr Pepper, old vintage Dr Pepper one, which was nice. Mint on card. I mean, these are modern versions of old things. I mean, what's the name of the company that makes this? Ledo. Yeah, that's the same as my the one promotional model made in England. In the 80s, that could have been made, though, because that one I bought... Could have been made last week, mate. I bought a replica Brixton uh, tram. Do you remember? Yeah. And it had 1983 on it. 
So it was it was mint from 1983. Oh, this is Matchbox. This is a separate one. Oh, that's a different. Oh, so this I was this was probably older then. Matchbox. The, the PG Tips one is Matchbox. Mate, and this the says 19, one is leather. This is 1979. Yeah. So that's what I mean. They're quite old. Uh, it says an A Ford model A Ford Matchbox yeah. International 1979, made in Handau. I guess that they um, Macau. Macau, yeah. They lose all of their sort of collectability to like serious. That's in good nick if it's from 1979. Yeah, yeah. must have just been sitting in a box or you can a see some wear shelf. actually when it, when you put it in front of the light. Yeah, you can see some sort of. It's still in very good condition though. Look at the windows; they're yeah. kind of clouded a bit, aren't a bit they? Cloudy. Yeah, but no, you're right. Oh, that's in lovely nick, isn't it? When you look at lovely the bag, no condition. scratches. This no. hasn't hasn't been played with by. A I reckon it's been a, in a collection, like on a yeah. shelf. But that's for what years. this this with this uh, charity shop that I went into in Highgate. They had all loads of these. Oh, you but they did were all say they really... ones, and they're all in their boxes, like mint on card. How much though? And those boxes didn't you know with their little hook where they mm. hook them? That was still there on them. So, so it was they literally were mint. mint. And they were from 1983. And I mint I on bought, card. I bought a tram yeah. for a fiver. And then I went and did some business around town, and I thought, I'm going to go past there again, and I... I saw the Dr. Pepper van. van in the window. If that's a fiver, if they're all a fiver, I'm definitely getting that Dr. Pepper van. How much was it? It was 20, the Dr. Fuck Pepper van. Up. So someone's obviously looked through them all. Well, how much and they you... have different collectability values. How much do you think so that is? So that's why I'm quite ben, surprised on the face of it. How much do you think it is? Just tell me. Oh, come on, I'm mate. quite surprised that they are come on. Um, put much? together as one lot. You know, I'm quite surprised about well, that. Well, then maybe like all of these were 50p and this two set was like £8.50. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a twist? Also, I'd fucking punch these guys if that was the truth you, you come on our show and you fucking mess with our format you cheeky bastards I've got a fucking stick <sighs> of pencil in your condition. eyes what's the price fuck me I'm just what did you guess 150 remember when I did that eight years ago <laughs> come on I think £2.20 and the final item Eli is there it is Top Trump's Tall Ships Edition. Only the tallest ships need apply. Now, I despise Top Trumps. I do. I find them boring. But then I'm not a fan of any game based around collecting or swapping cards. What does this mean, Paul? I've pulled out cheese a card. Box. It says cheese box on it and there's a grid. What I the don't fuck know. is that? What is the cheese box? All of these cards have cheese box written on the back of them. Oh, wait. Turn it around. Is this just the back of the cards? Yeah. So Why the company cheese called, box? Is the company That's called the cheese company. box? What is it? I mean, these aren't official top trumps, are they? Yeah, super top trumps. Waddingtons. That's the company. So they're not cheese box. What's cheese box then? It says fucking cheese box. What do you want from me? Why has it got cheese box I on the back? I don't know. And, and they all have cheese box on the back. Yeah, apart from the cover card, which says cheese box. What does cheese... <laughs> And you know what? What? If I don't have a shower for a couple of days... You build up a bit of a cheese box. Exactly. Yeah, mate. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner cheese box made. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll come over to your Yeah, mic. you come over to my mic. Go on. I'm reading the box back because the light in here is terrible. No, Playing instructions, cheese box. The back of this quartet can be used for a further game. Oh, a further game, he says. Which is known... This is interesting, isn't it? I've yeah. never seen this. I've never played cheese box. Which is known amongst school children as the popular cheese box game. A game for two. Each player in turn draws one of the sides of a square with a felt pen. The outside edge is already drawn. The player who can close a box. Oh, I know this game. You know it? Yeah, it's not tic-tac-toe. It's that game called Corners or something. You used to play it with graph paper. We have like dots. exactly like the back of these cards is a yeah. graph. Yeah. So the idea is it's like you have to put a line, then you put a line, then I put a line, then you put a line. Whoever closes a box wins that box. So it's similar to tic-tac-toe. In it's that... got similar to like Connect Four tic-tac-toe yeah. logic. Yeah. But effectively, yeah, that's what that is. You can just play cheese box. I didn't know it was called cheese box. Have you heard of mega tic-tac-toe? No. 
So you draw out a tic-tac-toe grid. Yeah. And in each space, there's another game of tic-tac-toe. And if you win the game yeah. in one of those spaces, you get a... But, but can you only play one square at a time or can you play any of the nine squares within the nine squares? You can play any. So if I go bottom left, middle top, cross, yeah. and then, then their go is upper left, yes. bottom right, But they're all separate cross. games, but you're trying to... Once you win a game... Talking to the mic! You do, right, you're doing my head in now. I'm just, I'm just having a nice time, Paul. Yeah, but you're uh, walking around, flouncing about. It's because the light in here is terrible. And the sun is in my box. eyes. I can't see you. Good, that's how I like it. Anyway, how much do you want? To, is it for cheese box? What is it? With it? What is it? Cheese box? No, but on the other side is a, a very dry, tall ships um, oh. top trumps game, which we should play a, a no. ceremonial. No. Come on. We've not done it before. Why now? We always do it. Right, then let me just pick a card at random. Right, and then you pick a card at random. I have. Right. Gladan. Mine's called Gladan. I have the Phoenix. So what do you want to talk about? The Brigantine? Length, width, or built? I'd like to talk about four and a half schooner. Okay. Don't you have four and a half schooner? No, I've only got, oh, literally, shit, the grid says... Brigantine, Netherlands. I then it has length, width, and built, and it doesn't have even oh, a year. Oh, four for and a half schooner, Sweden. That's yeah, where it was made. Right. So, do you have length? I've and length, width. width, and built. So, she, do you want to compare length, Eli, or do you want to compare width? I think I'm stronger on the width. Yeah, I'm better on the length. <laughs> that could, that tickled you in a it good, did. in a, a wholesome way, yeah, in a nice wholesome <laughs> way. All right, what do you want to do then? Width. Yeah. All right, how wide is yours? Seven point two meters. Oh, then you've won because mine was only six sixty. Get in there. What a fucking glorious game of top trumps, super top trumps that was. I think it's nice that they've put another game on the back. You know, they're putting a lot of value into the item. I think it's a pound. It's probably not, but I'm going to say a pound. Can I guess a pound as well? So you've got three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You've just gone over nine quid. What? Before I guess on these? Yeah, because you did. You said two twenty for the last one, and then you said two pound one seventy five and three. I'm going to say seventy p for these cards. Seventy p. And I'm going to say one pound, which means altogether mine is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I've come under nine quid. But well, I want to revise my score for the uh, for the cocoa pops with the straw built-in bowl. Well, that was what. The s- what did I say for that? One seventy-five. You said I'm going to go. What did you say? Two. Two. I'm going to say one fifty. All right. I'm going to take that down and say one fifty. All right. Well, let's find out what the scores are right now. Right, it is now time to bring on the mulchy and see what scores he has. Lift mulchy up. Right, I'll let you have. I'll let you read the scores. Out. Now these are nice and sealed. I like the job they've done on the yeah. seal. Nice they... sealed envelope. Because we both know, Paul, that you've been known to act suspiciously around the scores. If that was true, don't you think I'd have a much bigger score? No, because you're a sophisticated cheat. So then I got out of my way to cheat just to lose to keep things. On balance. As long as you win. Why would, no, I just don't like you and everything I do is to upset you. Now, it's just, they've done a sterling work on uh, providing us with oh, a yeah, nice clear game. Oh yeah, all printed out, nice printouts, all segmented. They've done their research. Ladies and gentlemen, why not go listen to them and see if their own pod is as good as I presume it is. What's it called? Listen. I don't know. You don't know what it's called. The Killer Rabbit Podcast, isn't it? And they've done a lovely heading. El Priso de Shito oh, answers. Right, so I presume uh, they've got it in order. For people who are just here for the reboot, El Priso de Shito, I, there's my sort of colloquial nickname for this segment of the show. Well, then can you owe, continue owe to tell me owe, the pricey owe us? I will owe. Right, go on. 
So the first item it's was... the gyroscope. Right, and you Which said, you broke. Did you break it? No, yeah. you just were frustrated. I had a paddy on, and I threw it across the room. <laughs> like a dick. Eli, I said uh, I said 250 Oh, we, they've also given us where they were purchased from. Oh, well, that's good to know now, uh, isn't it? It's good purchased na- from what? Pet Doctor Suck Ass. Oh, good, Pet Doctor Suck Ass. Oh, we are both in some trub trub It looks here. like we're in trouble. I've just looked at the... Oh, oh. no. Right, I said 250 Oh, we're going to get donuts, mate. I said Double 250 Double donuts, dush, dush, dush. And you said £3. How much was the gyroscope? A quid. This is not going to go well. Right, the next item was the Coco Pops Bowl, yeah. Uh, St. Gemma's Hospice, probably uh, local to the Leeds area. I said two, you said 150. 79p. <sighs> next one was what? The mustard pot. The mustard pot. How much? Was, I said 175, you said two pound. It was from the British Heart Foundation. Right. It cost three pounds 99. Our most expensive item. <sighs> oh, this isn't good for the reboot, Paul. Fourth uh, one was the uh, toy cars, the trucks. You said two twenty. Are they I not said, on this? What is it folded away? Oh no! Yes, they are. Right. Sorry. So you said two twenty. I said one fifty. What? One fifty. Is it? You've done it again. Hooray! Oh, you bastard! Ding, 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 ding. Double between. That's nice. That's all right. So all right, good. So then the last item. Shit. Was the uh, top trumps? And oh, he does it to me every time. You said seventy p. I said one pound. What was it? Two pounds. Oh, really? Two pounds for yeah. that? Well, look, it's not a high-scoring round, but but those are clear. I donutted, didn't I? Yeah, you came I out completely donutted. You, you came out of that bank raid with an empty bag. Congratulations, Paul. You always seem to pull Spot one out. On. I'll pull one out. Really? Yeah. One bollock out. I will. No, I tell you what. A little for you, pole, if little, you imagine you had a little mini fly for each bollock. As oh, well as your main side, and I go zip, pop, pop, zip, zip, pop, pop, boop, boop, Paul, zip, zip, pop, pop. Is that what you want? Do you want to pick a bollock and you can have a look at it? I don't want to pick a bollock. You got to pick a bollock or two, boy. <laughs> don't. You got to pick that, a bollock or two. That is an anti-Semitic trope. It's not. I'm singing from fucking. He's Oliver. faking. He's a he's a master thief. But I'm not referring to that. I'm just singing a song from a musical. I win. Give you me win. my two betwings. Happily, Paul. I'll happily give them to you. And here is the first. Yeah. Betwing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like the way you're reacting as if... <laughs> mm, just give me a... Just give me a... Betwing, betwing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's three. Mm-hmm. That's three. That's not oh. an actual betwing, because you have to... That was the word oh, betwing. Oh, mate. Oh. This is the thing about mate, betwings. Mate, mate. Cheese, cheese, mate. <laughs> Fuck you, know, I hit the spot. A cheese. I don't like the idea of cheese coming out of nipple, okay? Well, it disturbs me. It's locked in. That's the cheap show it's like variant. It's the fucking film I saw last night. It's the cheap show variant. Cheese, cheese, mayonnaise, round the corner, Oxo's made. Oxo's made. We're done. And we're back for another thrilling segment of the Cheap Show podcast. And this segment's called Off Brand Brandoff. <laughs> and it has the theme. Don't go, don't tune. do that. What? Anyway, <laughs> now we have a. <laughs> do that. What? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm very proud of this. Part. I could, I'll do that then. Go on. And this is called Off Brand Brandoff. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. Stop making those noises. Anyway, we've got a theme tune, don't we, Eli? We have a theme tune. <laughs> And it goes like this. Off brand brand off. Off brand brand off. Off brand off. Off brand 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 brand off. Off brand
Cheese, cheese, mayonnaise round the corner. Oxo made. The Oxo made. Here she comes with her ladle. Oh, I'm the Oxo made. My name's Vera. All right, what you got in your bag, Vera? Oxo. Can I have a big help thing today? Because I'm so into it. There you go. Get your bowl out. Oh, dollar. No. I'm not putting sound effects in this week. I had to put loads in last week and I don't want to do it no more. Oh, that was terrible, that bit. All new characters, same old voices. Right, so we are doing... Explain off-brand, brand off, brand off, brand. In the world, when you go shopping, you have your favourite brands from recognisable companies. Your Kellogg's, your Heinz, etc, etc, and so forth, right? And sometimes there are brands that come out that don't have those brands' names attached (laughs) and are independent... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> delivery systems for Should the I same food products. No, I'm Let getting there. Know. I'm getting there. And so oh my God. what we like to do is we like to take these branded items, these recognizable branded foodstuffs that we all love and enjoy and pit them against their off-brand contemporary items and see if they stack up flavor-wise, cost-wise, and hey, maybe even the one that you don't buy is the one that you should buy. Because it's better value and tastes just as good. It tastes just as good and it's just as good value. And so today... The word you were looking for in your explanation, which did recover slightly from the very funny beginning. I turned into the skid. Yeah, well done. Stuck the landing. Yeah, Um, brown landing. The Oxo skids. (laughs) (laughs) But the word you were looking for was counterparts. We test the brand against their off-brand counterpart. counterpart. Off-brown counterpart. Off-brown counterpart. <laughs> cutter, 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 counterpart. <laughs> A little, 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 bong, bong, bong. bong. <laughs> Three boots you know? going well. Right. So this week, I mean... Uh, Tom from Channel 84, uh, thank you, Tom. Thanks, uh, mate. Send us a load of stuff, and we pick one thing out to do this week, and it is, Eli, tell them what we're going to be tackling today. We will be tasting. I'm the blind super taste tester of the show, and it will be my duty, Paul, to compare these two items, see if I can identify, firstly, which is which, which is the brand, which is off-brand, and then give you some flavour notes and say which I... Th- like more. Yes, Eli will be blindfolded for this super taste. Uh, he will not know which of these items I'll be putting in his mouth. Did you say t- Top Tarts? <laughs> didn't say that because that'd be Did wrong, Did you say Pop Tarts? I didn't say Pop Tarts. So you haven't got to the bit where I said after what we were talking about, you just decided to go I on about being blinded. I decided to go more right. on the explanation. Well, then let me do that now. <laughs> we are tackling from Tom from Channel 84. He gave us a load of things, and one of the things we've picked out is the Kellogg's Pop Tart and its contemporary... Its counterpart. It's contemporary counterpart, and it's cut from a company called Harvest Morn, and it is called Top Twists. Now, and this is chocolate, and the Pop Tarts is a chocolate. The but the box is smaller than the Pop Tarts box. It is. It is a replica. Uh, it, they've tried to copy the whole everything, the branding. The, yeah, the, the the color scheme, the branding. To the eye, if you didn't know what you were seeing, and you just went, "Oh, blue box with the word top on." Oh, pop, sorry. Oh, no, pop and top. Top. Top twists. They've, they've, uh, pop tarts. Yeah. yeah. So, but is this one of those brands that are sort of Aldi, only think do so, things yeah. for Aldi, or only do things for Lidl? Or I think it is, without you. without knowing directly from Tom, but I would I would presume this seems like an Aldi Netto. That's often the case, isn't it? Yeah. Now, brand. I should mention, we did uh, Kinder last time on this segment, didn't we? Did we? I remember when we last did it. Kinder Buenos. 
And they're not Kinder Bueno. And we both agreed, We both agreed the Kinder Buenos tasted like the fake. Yeah, no, it was surprising mm. how that uh, the knockoff one was actually a better flavour profile Much overall. Better. Um, so this is what these are the thoughts that are going through my mind as I prepare for the challenge. Right, because well, I'm thinking maybe I was thinking what what is it about a pop tart that would make me think this is a Kellogg's one or this is not? Do you see what I, I mean? couldn't tell what you? What quality to be fair. metric and what am I looking at? And I was thinking, uh, what flavour are these? Are the same flavour at least? If they're not the same flavour, then we're in Trub Trubs. No, they are. We've been okay. through this. Why are do they you both fucking chocolate? never listen? They're both chocolate. Okay, I do listen. I'm the just packaging ma- is very similar. Look, they both have a brown pastry pocket with little white sprinkles on. Yes. There's an op sound to the both words. You know, the only real difference is the size because the pop tarts are slightly bigger, but you do get eight in each box. Eight toaster pastries. So what's been plaguing me a bit is I'm thinking chlamydia. How? No, not that one. Yeah. How? What's the odds of that? I've got scrunchy scrunch. That's your cheese cheese mayonnaise. Cheese cheese mayonnaise. Oxer's a different issue altogether. Mayonnaise. How am I going to tell which one is worse quality? And then I thought maybe it'd be the chocolate. But then I thought back to the Brendo test. Yeah. The Breno test, rather. Yeah. And I thought, well, that didn't steer me right there. No. Because the the brand had the worst chocolate. So maybe I'm it's thinking the pastry maybe... part. The pastry part, I reckon. Now they're different sizes, so I'm thinking they might have. Because they're using better quality chocolate in the knockoff, they might have had to go smaller to get into the same price range. You Maybe, know? or they just made smaller to use cheaper products and mass market more as a result. Or it might be um, just shrinkflation. Maybe. Either way, when I serve this to you, I will be serving a segment, so you won't really know what size no. is which. No, but they do look smaller, don't they? The the top twist, the knockoff. Yeah. They look well, shorter. Hello. They're shorter tarts. Hello, Mr. Silverman. Would you like a little history lesson of the pop tart? I would. I was delighted to find out that their birthday is the same as mine, September 14th. I just turned 45 and what? I got How very drunk and they, they were They were introduced on the September 14th, 1964. That's crazy. I did not know they'd been banging around since the 60s. Yeah. So the interesting story is there was a company called post in america right post post and they made similar things to kellogg's in some respects and they announced that they just created this process for dehydrating food and keeping it foil fresh so you know you put it in a foil wrapper and it would stay fresh for longer they wanted to use it initially for dog food and i'm then, sure they have now but, but they probably have yeah. and then adapted it to a new toast prepared breakfast pastry intended to complement a cold breakfast right and so in 1964 six months before or months and months before they released the thing on market they will enter hello everyone we're bringing out country squares that's the name so kellogg's went all right you've mentioned that have you we're going to rip that off and rush ours out as soon as possible. And they did, and Pop-Tarts then exploded. Sly. And did Post come out with their country squares? They ever? did, but by they then, they'd a... always lost the market. Ah. Kellogg's brand. This is what surprised that's me. A, that's industrial espionage. Get this. Well, they shouldn't have said, we're going to bring this out. To be fair, that's how business is, and was, and will always be. It's like when you see Hollywood, and it's like, here's Volcano. Shit, we'll rush out Dante's Peak, you yeah. know? Disney famously, Katzenberg got kicked out of Disney, knew they were making Bugs Life and rushed out Ants from yeah. DreamWorks. Is that why just, those two yeah. films were there? So it's it's like if you've got insider knowledge. I you, know, I know. And they publicly announced their product months yeah, before Yeah, that's what I mean. They, they asked for it. And so Kellogg's had a big window to go, well, let's jump in there mm. and do it ourselves. But Kellogg's not a great firm. Have you heard the, about the history of the man himself? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen That's to that dollop nasty. episode. Nasty, nasty. Surprisingly, a huge amount of stories based around onanism in that story. A lot. A he, lot he, of them. He, did, he believed you shouldn't do it. So initially, these were going to be called fruit scones, but they changed it to Pop-Tarts because it was a pun on the then popular pop art movement. That's so strange. I never... 
That never occurred to I me. I never thought about that. And that makes that. sense. That makes so much sense in terms of the context of the period when yeah. they came out, doesn't it? And they released a character called Milton the Toaster in America to help advertise them. And they were so popular, their stores sold out in two weeks. And the Kellogg's had to make an advertisement apologizing for empty shelves of Pop-Tarts. Now, that's not something you see very often. It remains often. one of the biggest brands Kellogg's had in America, more than their cereal. Wow. So it's their biggest brand. And as of 2014, it says here... Sales of Pop-Tarts have increased non-stop for 32 years straight. What on earth is going on with Pop-Tarts? A temporary Pop-Tart store opened in New York City in 2010. I guess you could call it a Pop-Up Pop-Tart store. A Pop-Up Pop-Tart store. Yeah, thank you for beating me to my witty gag. Well, I was too quick for you. Yeah, but I could have edited it and tightened it up and made me sound cool. But no, you had to jump in there with your bearded bastard face. Pop-Up Pop-Tart. The Pop-Tarts were introduced to the UK in the early 90s. Yeah. Only Chocktastic and Strawberry Sensations were available. My mate used to have them. Yeah. It was part of the old... Because when I was a kid, Pop-Tarts. yeah. Because yeah. when I was a kid, and you went to America to Disneyland for a holiday, you go, "Oh, I had a pop tart yeah. when I was out there." What's that then? Oh, it's a little thing you put in the toaster, so you'd buy some and bring them back and be cool for a while, wouldn't they you? They always had a buzz around them, didn't they? Why? They're not that good. They've never landed in the same way in this country. You still see them sold, but I can't imagine they're that. Well, popular. these obviously from here, aren't they? Well, yeah. But so they're I'm big so- enough here that they do a knockoff, well, you know. So no, but apparently so. Must but, be a selling product, is what I'm saying. It, well, it's, not- it's one of these weird products that just exists, I guess, where people. Buy it and there's no force. When was the last time you saw an advert for these? No. On TV, at least. No. I guess it's like sauce. You know, you don't see that many ad- adverts for ketchup really these days, you know, because it's yeah, just. Yeah, but it's not an essential it. condiment, like in the same way ketchup is at no, all. But this th- is very much a niche. There must be people who are just into them, and those people don't need to be. And told. they have a consistent number of them sold a year to be it's confident. Been going up for the last 32 years. In America, at least, yeah. It's crazy. What are your thoughts? I I think I had one many years ago and thought, I don't really like them. I've enjoyed several over the years, but I would never say this is a great thing. If you've got the munchies, yeah, it's a good munchy stick food. Stick them in the toaster, nom, nom, nom. It's a good munchy food. So I guess I reckon a part of its popularity is to do with the, um, right. the liberalisation of the cannabis laws in the States. Yeah, so Pop-Tart should have had a... Get baked, Pop-Tart. Yeah, that's yeah. called baked. Yeah, that's, that's that's what they could use that, couldn't they? Get toasted. Use a toaster. Exactly. That's go. so good. That yeah. we should start we should a fucking edible cannabis company that does oh, edible pop tarts. What are they called? Uh pot tarts. Pot tarts. Yeah. Get a pen. <laughs> Get a fucking pen. If you're listening to this, don't Kellogg's nick that. don't rush your head and nick this. Cut um, two. Cut two. Oh mate, you see they've just released pot tarts. But that's that would be a good synergy yeah, of the it would two be. the market, because they're definitely munchy food. That's when I used to eat them. But then you wouldn't want to make this something with pot in though. Well, why because not? Well, it's like that whole thing where it's like, oh, this chocolate brownie that's been dosed up's nice. Mmm, I'll have eight more slices. I'm not feeling a thing. Yeah, I, I know. I don't like to eat it myself, but um, it hits you in a funny way when you, you eat it. You could have a special, you could have a, you know. Well, listen, no more words, Mr. Silverman. No more words. Shall we me. crack on? Yeah, I'm ready. I've got so, your little uh, got, skanky little blindfold. Yeah, it's going to put it over his eyes, and I'm going to pop out to the now? toaster. No, give it two oh, minutes. No, we've got I, to toast these fuckers. I've got to toast them. I'm going to bring him on a plate. I'm going to cut a segment off. You'll just be eating that segment, right? So I don't know anything about the so size. So you don't know the size. You can't judge it in your hand, right? To the toaster. To the toaster. And the Pop-Tarts have popped, and I'm back with a plate, two slices, one slice each. One is the original. One is not. Eli, are I'm, you ready? I'm blindfolded, Paul, and I'm going to be trying to get a snuff 
because I really am a bit lost here for a strategy. Am I going to just I look know. for quality? What were the price? Do we know what the price differential don't was? Don't know the price. Mm. And we, that's sadly what we don't have. But we can presume the knockoff is cheaper, right? We just can. Yes, right? it must be. I will say be. this. When I got them out of the packaging, they looked almost identical. Is this one of the instances where the knockoff is actually manufactured by the same people? No, that I don't. I don't in it's, cases. it's possible, but I don't think this so. This is they like just a myth, very, isn't it, that yeah. comes up every time well, look, they say that they make these them. Are cooling let's get them while okay. they're warm right. i had to put Can them in one please it, it said to put them in for five seconds that didn't seem right so i made it for 10 or I think five seconds in the i know toaster. it doesn't seem like i said on the lowest heat but then by that logic it wouldn't heat at all really i think so they're trying to cover their ass because there's been incidents they have over the been years lawsuits where people have set fire to their houses yeah. because of that anyway anyway here we go i'm going to hand you item one okay this is my first one there you go it's not warm anymore no because again, you've only it said um, there's a nice. It said only ten to nice five seconds. Nice chocolatey smell coming off this. It said only five seconds, right? So therefore, I put it in for longer to give it a little bit of warmth by the time you got it's it into your sweet, mouth. Sweet biscuity. Stop chocolate. talking over me. I am here. You're not alone in a lone fucking vigil in an airtight soundproof booth. I was just bored of what you were saying. I'm bored of your fucking stupid <laughs> chutney <laughs> cheese face. Come on, don't cheese mayonnaise. Chutney cheese face. <laughs> Right, go on. So the snuff is good, right? It's nice. Uh... Oh, he's biting into it now. So I couldn't tell you what to look forward to because I haven't had a Pop-Tart in decades, most likely. There is um, a real um, lack of uh, body to the flavour of this. In what part? The f pastry or the chocolate Both. bit? Both. Oh, okay. And also the chocolate has this weird sort of floral, fake chocolate feel to okay. it. Okay. Like... Like the snacks that we've tasted from Eastern Europe. You know those sort of fake chocolate snacks, really cheap ones? I know what you ones? mean. The Euro creme. Euro creme is Euro creme factor. Yeah. Is it unpleasant or just, uh, no. just a bit off? No, it's not unpleasant at all. It's just a bit sort of nothing. Okay. You know? Well, that is uh, uh, just uh, sweet with a very weak chocolatey. So that, but that you don't know what that's going to compare to, do you? So, if I was going to guess just on that alone, I'd say it was the knockoff. Okay. All right. I, well, I am lost here because I must have eaten one of these. Several years ago. Yeah. You know, well, the last time I ate one. And I wouldn't down. have had a chocolate one either. I would have had a strawberry one. Give it to me. Put it down there and go. Right, that's that. I'm right. done with that. So, uh, let me is... just have a, a palate cleanser here. All right. It's, it's a little bit ahead of you. Right. Okay. That was your first toasted pastry. Okay. Now is part two. If I was guessing and again. Now, don't need to guess again. Just here's part two. Now I'm going to go for the niff naff naff on this. Niff, Give naff, it a sniff, naff. sniffy, sniff, sniff. Oh. Oh. There's no nose. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no nose to either then. No, there's there was much more nose on the first one. There was a sweet biscuity chocolate distinctly on the first one. Oh, okay. And then I'm getting a very cardboardy, weak, low down chocolate on this and nothing else none of that nice bakey biscuitiness that you're expecting yeah which was coming from the first one so i'm starting to think this well, is a knockoff give it a bite because that's uh, that's the true taste isn't it the true test of your abilities softer softer okay a lot less sweet in what way is it more bitter chocolate is it is it oh. less say what oh what that's not very nice isn't it no it's got no flavour. It's just, and it's less sweet and it's more sort of muddy tasting. Huh. It feels like there's more filling though. Okay, so there's more filling, but what? Less texture, less flavour? Less flavour. It's just a, like a nasty flavour. Chocolatey or no. chocolatey in, in that way, you know, Easter egg chocolate is, that kind of... Even faker than that. Even faker than the first one. Less chocolatey than the first one. Well, this is quite the quandary then for you, isn't it? What you're going to go with, was item one the Pop-Tart or was item two the Pop-Tart? I think item one was the Pop-Tart. Item one. One and I preferred one. Even though it wasn't great, it was a bit of a nothing. What was it called? Top Top Twist was 
the other one, right? I think that the second one was the top twist and that the first one was the pop tart. Um, and I preferred the first one. It was just more, this, the second one really just didn't work for you. That's fine. It was so empty. Just a bit of a muddy cardboard taste and then just sweetness, generic, but well, then less would sweet. You, would you like to know the results? Can I take my blind? Yeah, you up? can now. Okay. Uh, now, I forgot to bring the boxes in. They were in the kitchen, but I can effectively remember it was Top Trumps versus uh, Push Pops, wasn't it? No. It Pop-tarts, Pop-Tarts versus, versus, versus Top, top twists. twists. Okay. So you said the first one was the Pop Tart and the second one you had in your mouth was the Top Twist. Yes, that's what I'd say because I think, and I'm just going from the fact that the first one was a better product in okay. my mind. In that case, Eli, I can now reveal to you that you are wrong. It was the other way around. The first one you had was the knockoff, and the second one you had was the Kellogg's. Crazy. Did you taste them? I haven't, no. Do you want me to bring another slice in? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should have gone with my um, thought about it having more filling, the second one, and being, you know... You think the filling quotient was what gave it away? Well, I've just brought the two remaining ones in. I feel like the the knockoff can only afford to be good because it's smaller. And I feel like... I'm going to have a taste. It's got much more amplitude. The flavours fit together much better. It's not great. There's definitely a chocolate up there. It's a little bit bitter. I would say it's rich. But yeah, overly fake sweet. Now, prepare. The biscuit, the pastry, you're right, is floral almost, weirdly. It has this weird floral aftertaste, sort of. You know what I mean? Like a kind of Nan's perfume drawer kind of Absolutely, aftertaste. Absolutely, yeah. But it, it, doesn't that remind you of those Eastern European products a bit, that yeah. sort of florality? Look how much meatier and the filling there is. is. There's a lot more filling in this one. This is the pot right, tart Try now. not to let that put you off, though, in terms of the actual flavour profile. Immediately, uh. There's nothing. It's more, worse, isn't it? I'll say this. It's not unpleasant, but what it is, it's surprisingly lacking in character. No, there's nothing there. Weird creature. So don't you think that the knockoff has more character? Yeah. Has more it, of a taste. It, it has a noticeably chocolate flavour up front, and even if the pastry on the back end is a little bit floury. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Pop-Tart doesn't have that. The Pop-Tart has a much more confident biscuit base, I yes. guess. But it's got nothing else. There's no flavour. The texture, I suppose you could say, is slightly better. And that's why I should have gone with my instinct about the texture and the sort but which, of... The... But, but, but you did say, I still prefer the first one, though. You yeah. still went, in the end of the day, I still prefer I did, that. don't so you? Even, so even with those recognisable signifiers of bigger biscuit, better quality pastry, whatever, you still went, oh, at least that one tastes of chocolate. Yeah. That other one. So I would definitely say this is one of those cases where the knockoff is just as good, if not better, So your yeah, money. The top twist is our top pick. In if, our you value brand flavor, brand if you value flavour... You know, if you really must have a sickeningly sweet biscuit for your breakfast totally every morning. processed piece of carbohydrate and sugar. As opposed to, I don't know, a lovely box of shreddies. Oh, we love shreddies. Let's do a shreddies off. Let's do shreddies. Because I know they do knock off shreddies. Wow, let's do that, Paul. Next time on Off Brand Brandoff, we're coming back. It's the Shreddies Gauntlet. Yeah. Because there's going to be loads of Shreddies knockoffs because yeah. Tesco's have their we own. We haven't done main... a cereal one. We did. We, we have. Did, we did cornflakes, didn't yes, we? Yes, we yeah. did. But yeah, we should do a Shreddies um, revenge kind of thing. And I feel like they definitely are smaller, right? The. The knockoff pop Not that much. They're thinner, if anything. Yeah. Because when I took them out the box, I was like, oh, these are still. Like, look at them. Just, sorry, just. Let me compare sizes. Yeah, right. Here we go. Zip. Yeah. Do you want to measure length or width, mate? Always width. <laughs> so that's the pop tart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've actually got chocolate sort of sprinkles goop on, on yeah. top, don't they? And that's the. They're not that different. They are slightly smaller. Slightly, but like. They have a smoother texture. Yeah, but to the eye. Not really. Yeah. 
They're better. Yeah. It's just weird. That keeps happening, doesn't it? It happened with the Bueno, and it's happened here. Well, what have we learned? That sometimes it's worth uh, saving a couple of quid or a couple of pence and going it, to a cheaper brand. Absolutely, and it's definitely worth thinking about. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be... The whole idea of fucking branded food is bullshit anyway. You don't necessarily brand get a seal of for food. You should no. do a taste test and actually find out, you know, what you actually like. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, yeah, no, Hellman's the is brand, the best. Yeah. Or sometimes I mean, Hellman's is, is a special product. But you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you go, well, I'm not going to get any other brown sauce. HP's well, I think the that's one a, for me. I think Hellman's is a good example of the opposite of what we're saying. Yeah. I think Hellman's is actually. Also, did you see that video on Twitter? Great. Of those two guys having a mayonnaise eating competition. I don't. I'm not into that. It was literally like... two big guys and someone went, go. And they opened up two no, big jars. No. And with a ladle just no, slim no. enough to slip into the wide neck of the jar, was scooping out yeah. mayonnaise and gobbling it down. That's not for me. Gobble, gobble, gobble I mean, I've mayonnaise. I've been Paul, to have a sly little teaspoon of it when yeah. I've been putting it somewhere else. But, yeah. but all I'm saying, mate, cheese, cheese, <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> Round the corner. Fucking Oxo's made. Oxo drips. Right. <laughs> And here we are at the end of another Cheap Show adventure. We hope you've had a lovely little ramble with us today in your mind's eye. And you've learned a few things as well. So, hey, look, we're on socials. We have YouTube. We have Instagram, threads, all those kind of stuff. You can find us. But the easiest thing to do is go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. There are links there to everything. Everything Cheap Show related has links there. And every episode has a dedicated page with it, with pictures and videos where necessary. So go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, and you'll find us on any and all socials from that point on. Same for the PO box address. That's on there. And every now and then we like to showcase a video. And on our website now, but also on their YouTube channel, you can watch the latest pop video music from Noiseland. So, you know, he did that top-notch Western romance song. And we put it in an episode a few months ago. Yes. He's now done a music video for it. And it's fucking great. And you should all go watch it. It's on our website, but just look for Noiseland, which is noise and L-U-N-D on YouTube. And give that a fucking listen. It's top good, it is. And he's on the theme track. He has. He's done the brand new theme track for Cheap Show as of this episode. At least I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, this is awkward. But yeah, no, the new theme tune, all new Noiselands. So give him your love and enjoy the video. It's fucking great. Best thing we've ever done. Oh. What well, he's done. What? Should we say about the noodles? We've got them. Yes, we have had the uh, Nissan Gaming caffeine noodles secured Caffeinated for noodles. It's happening. So we will be doing another noodle exclusive episode in the future. All about that damn sweet biscuit. Thank you, Evan, for getting those. Thank you, Evan, as ever. Uh, Evan also sent the extra new winky stuff, which I'll show you in a minute. Oh, a little cache. But we've got a little something. There's a tranche. Little, a little tranche of winky there info. There's a little tranche of little, wink, winky info. Because there's news about winky coming soon as well, so shh on that. But finally, finally, we're teaming up with Digitizer, Sanya and Mr. Biffo. We're teaming up with them to do a live show in November. It's part of the Cheerful Earful podcast. And it's Saturday, the 4th of November. It's 2 in the afternoon. You can be done. We'll have a nice natter afterwards. And it might be our last live show for a long while, by the way. It might be, seriously, because we've got plans for next year. We okay. keep saying this. So if you want to come see us live in London, South London, November 4th, 2 in the afternoon, get your ticket. There's a link on our website. But if you just want to look for Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival, you'll find Cheap Show there as well. Links on our webpage and there'll be links on Twitter and all social medias. And that's that episode done. Boof, boof. Any final words? Mr. Silverman, no, your thoughts really. from this week's episode? No, not really. Cheesy wafer, cheesy wafer, lemonade hole. Cheesy wafer, cheesy wafer, give me the nodge. Ah, oh, that's it's reminded me. What? You see this podcast as a vagina that you need no, to do I cosmetic don't. surgery you see, on. You see me seeing that. 
That's through I you. see vagina. You've interpreted. You looked at the ink blot of my existence and you've seen Quim. <laughs> so it's Whatever, got mate. I've me. got nothing to say. Sorry I'm a bit tired, everyone, this week. Do you want to apologise for that? I was hungover. Yeah, again. Anything else you that want to apologise for? That two-day hungover you get. Yeah. No, I don't. You don't I don't get, get that. I don't I get that. You get that a lot. It's something you do regularly. But I don't drink every day. No. That's good, isn't it? But you do masturbate every day, don't no, you? No, I don't. You wow. do. Every not other any, day. Not anymore. Every, no. No, about three times a week. What, is it just a bit puff puff? <laughs> what do you mean puff puff? You know, you give it a squeeze and all this dust puffs off. I'm not at that stage, and I don't think that's real. It happens to me. It's you like have sp- dust coming out of your... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that as well. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it's dust. It's more like spores. Spores of... Sp- Funk dust. Anyway, that's this week's reboot cheap show. Oh, fuck. I hope the new lick of paint has done it the world of good and it introduced a whole new load of people to our magic. I wish my mind could have a new lick of paint sometimes. You know what, mate? It's any consolation. This time next month, we're going to be in LA. Ooh. So big adventures and possibly big guests involved too. So stay tuned Fingers for that. Fingers crossed. But let's just get out of here, mate. We've done a good okay. job today. We've done enough podcasting. We certainly have. Let's go home. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.